Hey, how y'all doing? It's Bryce Baker, and y'all listening to the Monarchist Basketball Show. I'm Aaron. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to the Monarchist Basketball Show. We had Chauncey Jenkins on last year, and we're lucky enough to have him back on the podcast. Chauncey, welcome to the world's best and only ODU podcast. Appreciate it, man. Glad to be back. <laughs> we're happy to have you. There was two really cool things this offseason that we got to see you do with Old Dominion Athletics. One was you, you hosted a community day at Menchville High School with the basketball team. And you also got to go to New Orleans with Coach Jones to do Media Day. Mm-hmm. What were those two events like for you as a looking back on your career and kind of getting to this point? What does that all mean to you? Well, it was huge. Uh, really just, you know, kind of showing how I prevailed. Um, had I didn't have the best start to my college career, so obviously coming back home and making a name for myself and then turning around in the uh, next offseason and being able to do something like have a community day in my, uh, in my city and, you know, obviously go represent our university at the media day. You know, that's that's big. So I definitely appreciated that. Yeah, I'm sure it had to make you feel really good. I don't know if you ever had the opportunity of anybody coming back when you were in high school mm-hmm. and did that stuff for you. But I know that's got to make a huge impact on these kids' lives. Yeah, greatly. Uh, definitely. Like you said, I didn't really I, – I mean, we had – you know, we got Antoine Bethea. He hosts one, you know, in our city kind of every summer and – you know, we got a few guys who come back, but it doesn't happen too often, and especially from people my age. So I definitely wanted to, you know, put it, shine a light on people my age and show them that, you know, we could do it too. And, you know, if you're up and coming, no matter what level you're at, you can still get back to your city. So, No, that's awesome. I'm sure they were excited to see you. You had a fabulous first year at Old Dominion last year. So thinking about that after the season ended and going into the off season, I'm sure you had things that you wanted to focus on things you wanted to take your game to the next level. So over this past off season, what were the things that were most important to you and that you worked on to be able to add to your game for this season? Well, I definitely knew I wanted to uh, shoot more threes coming into this year. I knew I was a good shooter, but I knew I needed to get my volume up and that, uh, that, that showed me I need to work on, you know, getting it off off the dribble easier and, you know, just being ready off the catch, you know, ready and not standing up, which they tell me I do uh, often. So just being low, uh, ready to shoot the uh, shoot off the catch and getting it off faster off the dribble and also becoming a better defender and getting stronger. Yeah, we know that's important to Coach Jones. He loves his defense. Yeah. So always important and being able to set the tone for the new guys coming on the squad. Yeah. All right. So I, I kind of want to go back. Because we've asked this question of a few of your teammates, but we haven't asked it of you yet. How old were you when you first dunked? And uh, talk to us about that first dunk. My first in-game dunk was 10th grade. Um, So I was 15. Uh, It was a blog game. We was blowing the other team out. I think it was like in the last minute of the game, honestly. Clock was winding down. I got a fast break steal. I dunked it. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was kind of weak rim grazer, but yeah, that was my first in game dunk. So I was hyped about it. I posted on Instagram and all that. But you know what? You made your first in game dunk, yeah, so it doesn't yeah. matter what it was compared to what you do now. I'm sure it was weak for me. It'd be pretty awesome. Really but, though, uh, I tried. I tried once that same game before that and missed, and then I got another opportunity and made it. So I got it back. Okay, so now I, 
Mike likes to ask that question, and I always love to hear the response. And then me, the conservative guy, I always follow up with this question because I'm worried what my coach is going to think if I miss this dunk. Yeah. So yours is a little different. So you had a dunk earlier in the game that you missed. So on that second one, were you thinking about if I miss this, what my coach is going to do, or you didn't even care because you just saw the basket? Nah, I didn't care. I mean, it was a wide open fast break. The first one was kind of in traffic. It was kind of bold to try. So I knew, like, the next one I would have to really lock in, and it was kind of wide open. So I got to, you know, gather my steps and really line up for it. So it was a lot easier. Awesome. All right, so every time that we talk with Coach Jones and your name comes up, he makes it a point to let folks know that you are you are the best player on this team, and it's really important. How does that make you feel? I don't want to put words in your mouth. How does it make you feel to hear a coach talk to you, talk about you in that way? Uh, I mean, it feels great, uh, especially from a guy like Coach Jones, who, you know, he values, you know, certain things at basketball that a lot of people may not want to, you know, do all the time. So he knows that I'm invested in those things as well as invested in being a talented player as well. And I think that's what makes it so special coming from him. All right, so obviously Coach Jones loves defense. And there's been one skill you've shown a lot this season, and it's chase down blocks. Yeah. I think it's the coolest play in basketball. (laughs) But, I mean, how does it feel to be able to pull that off and do it so regularly? Yeah, it's fun. I ain't going to lie. I mean, whenever one of my teammates get a turnover or something like that, it's kind of like I I got their back. So it's definitely fun to do it and – kind of save some bad plays from happening. All right, so I'm going to follow this one up. And the answer may come because of what Mike just asked, but if you had to pick your favorite play, I'm going to give you a few choices. One's going to be hitting a big three. You were just talking about working on that game of getting your volume up and and becoming a better shooter. So hitting a big three, Mm -hmm. getting a big chase down block, or taking a charge at a critical point in the game, which one's going to get you the most hype? Uh, I got honestly, I got to go with hitting the three, just because if it's a go ahead three, you know, if, it's, if the game's tied up or we need it bad, you know, I hit the three and we go ahead. That just gives us momentum. Obviously, all those players are momentum shifters. out of block the charge. I mean, yeah, that's that's a tough one, but the three just got to say it kind of put us over the hump to help us take lead, take charge of the game. So, All right. So I'm going to go a little off book and ask you about one of your teammates. It still makes me laugh every time I see it, but Coop as the handshake line guy, how did that happen? I mean, I mean, honestly, y'all might, it might look funny to y'all, but Coop got swag. So he's the perfect guy for the job. And we've heard that. We've heard that. Now, I'm trying to remember. You get crowned, right? Yeah. I'm trying to No, no, no. Okay. I, I, I think that's Vashon who gets crowned. Oh, yeah. That's right. You, you're the selfie? Yeah, I'm the selfie. Where we all post up and he act like you're taking a picture. So how did you guys come up with that one? Uh, I came with it, I came up with it on the fly. The first game, I honestly didn't even have an idea. Uh, and they was just going through. And I was the last person. So I was just thinking on the fly. And I was like, forget it. Like. Coop, just take a, just act like you're taking a picture of us, and then I'm going to shake your hand. Turned out to be pretty tough, though. 
No, that's pretty sweet. We actually look forward to seeing it, you know, every home game. Yeah, these times. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. So the last time we talked, it's been a while. You've had a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And uh, we asked you last time kind of what your favorite your favorite place to play at was. Over the last year or so, did you have another place that you really enjoyed playing at? And if so, where was it? Other than Charway? Other than Chartway, yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, I'd probably say uh, JMU, uh, just because, you know, in-state rivalry. You know, it's gonna, fans going to be a little chippy. It's, gonna be a, it's always going to be a fun. So I got a follow-up. Me and Aaron were at that game last year mm-hmm. in Harrisonburg. And to us, they have this, like, tinfoil roofing yeah. on the side on the walls. And it made the place kind of echo. Did you? Could you guys feel or hear that on the court? Uh, nah, I, I didn't really notice. You know, we so locked into the game, but I could definitely see how that's a thing. Yeah, it was like the yeah, noise it, was bouncing off the walls because it sounded a lot louder than because that place wasn't that full. Yeah, but it sounded. They probably did that to make it sound louder, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the student section made a lot of noise, but it was weird because it was like a dirty noise. Like you couldn't understand a lot. Even the PA announcer, it was at least for us in the stands, was difficult. So we're curious as to you guys on the floor. I guess it's not any more difficult to hear the coaches uh, or anything like that. Yeah, it was pretty loud in there though when they was you know making their runs and stuff like that. That's what makes it fun though. So. All right. So I mean, you've been traveling. Is there a favorite city you've visited so far? Uh, I mean, I got to say Honolulu. Yeah, got to say Honolulu. Beautiful out well, there. Yeah, talk to us about that a little bit. So, obviously, you, you guys traveled out there in December. You had a little bit of time to spend. I know you had three games to play, so obviously basketball is a business trip. It mm-hmm. takes priority. Talk to us about some of your favorite things that you got to experience while you guys were out in Hawaii. Uh, honestly, I just I enjoy just walking around, you know, kind of taking it all in. Uh, just seeing a different kind of a different part of the world and you know it's just it's a different vibe different type of people palm trees everywhere something like I've never seen before and definitely uh trying all the foods they had all types of you know Hawaiian burgers and all types of stuff so lobster mac and cheese they had all type of you know gourmet stuff out there to try so I had fun trying some new foods and just taking it all in with the guys for real all right so we always ask you about food and you just touched on food. So do you have a new favorite spot in Norfolk that you go to? Let me think. I I, don't know, I eat. I try to switch it up. Favorite spot? I mean, or you could just recommend one. It doesn't need to be your favorite. I just ate Mission Barbecue yesterday. It was real good, so I'm going to recommend that. Yeah. Oh, was, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. What'd you get? What'd you get? I got a uh, pulled pork sandwich. Then I got macaroni, big beans, collard greens, cornbread. You know, it's good. All right. So since we're down in this line of some of the fun questions, any new music you're listening to? I, I'm the I'm the guy on the podcast. Mike is in tune with what's going on, like pop culture wise. I am not. So, uh-huh. but anytime, anytime you guys give me a recommendation. I always check it out. So tomorrow morning when I go to Lyft, who should I be checking out right now? You got to be listening to Young Boy. All right. 
I'm gonna I'm put it you. on Spotify right now. Yeah, so go ahead, read. go ahead, line it up. I'm telling you, you gonna have you gonna have, you gonna have you pumping that iron. I wear your black Air Forces when you do it. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. So this has been kind of a difficult season. You got Coach going through his medical stuff. Um, this team is still working out through some issues. But where do you think this team can go moving forward? And what does it need to do to get there? Uh, I mean – I still think the sky's the limit for us. I still believe in it. I'm still invested. Obviously, we've had some tough breaks, and we didn't have the start to the year we wanted as far as the first half of the season. But, you know, we're we're definitely all staying confident and staying together. Uh, with Coach being out, you know, it's, it, it gets tough at times, but, you know, we all check on him and make sure he's good. And, you know, we all play, still play in his name and, you know, try to honor him, so. I mean, we're we're um, we we know we need to be better defensively and uh, increase our cohesiveness on the defensive end, and that's something we've been working on in practice and offensively, just moving the ball more and trying to have you know trying to up our team assist count because it's been low at times this year and you know we think if we get the ball moving more and open it up for ourselves more, then you know maybe we could create some more easy opportunities offensively. So, that's, uh, two of the main things we need to work on. Awesome. So after the break, Chauncey, we're going to have Vashon on. So obviously a new addition to the squad, new young guy yeah. um, coming in. Can you, as a as a, a, a teammate uh, and as a friend, can you talk to us a little bit about Vashon and, and him coming into the team new and uh, just tell Monarch Nation a little bit about him? Uh, I mean, obviously we all see how talented he is. I mean, he's beyond his years. I mean, the instincts he plays with out there, the ways he the ways he puts the ball in the basket. I mean, he's just he's far beyond his years. So, obviously, just such a talented player at such a young age on the court and off the court. I mean, he's a goofball. <laughs> he like playing around and stuff all the time. You know, he. But, but we love him though. It's like little bro, and you know, we lock, I'm locked in with him. It's my little bro. So. That's fantastic. I don't know if we asked you this last year, but obviously a career in basketball looks pretty likely for you uh, professionally. But once that period of your life is over, where basketball is over, what are, what is Chauncey Jenkins going to do? Uh, that's something that honestly I haven't thought of too much. I wouldn't mind, you know, thinking about getting into coaching or thinking about getting into maybe agencies or, you know, just staying around the game somehow because I love basketball so much. So I definitely will try to probably stay around basketball still somehow. All right, Chauncey. So I know we've talked briefly before. Congratulations on signing with the collective. You're certainly, you're very welcome. Certainly uh, one of the most recognizable uh, student athletes on campus. Uh, we're part of the collective now too. So, you know, what, what does that mean to you and to fellow Monarchs? Uh, it means a lot to me. Um, I think being the first ODU basketball player to sign, you know, to the collective, uh, that just means a lot. And it shows how, you know, the NCAA and, you know, our college basketball world is evolving. And to be one of the pioneers of that for ODU is very special. And I thank the pride of ODU a lot. Shout out to them. And, you know, it's, it's big. That's awesome. Um, 
I'm going to let you close this out here, Chauncey. Do you have a message for fans on the remaining, or just a message for fans at all? I do. Um, stay tuned. I know it hasn't been pretty up to this point at times, but stay tuned. We're working on it. We're all confident, and we want you guys to keep coming and supporting us, and it means so much to us, and it keeps us going. So just stay tuned. All right. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, and go Monarchs. Thank you. Go Monarchs. What's up, Monarch Nation? This is Aaron from the Monarchists. We'll have more about this on an upcoming episode, but as some of you may have seen, we signed on as partners with NAIL and the Pride of ODU Collective. We did this largely to keep the show free for fans and make it a self-sustaining project as it can get pricey to bring you this content. Even better, this allows fans another way to help the university. With every ad read we had, that means dollars for the collective. So just by listening or visiting our website, you are helping our student athletes. Another great perk of this partnership is our new relationship with Roback. Roback makes some of the most comfortable polos and pullovers on the market, and they look sharp. Right now, with code MONARCHS, our listeners can receive 20% off their order, and with each sale with that code, a commission will go to the pride of ODU. So you save money on great clothing while supporting our student-athletes. Just use code MONARCHS at checkout, get 20% off, and help ODU thrive. Thanks, and enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back, Mark Nation. As you heard in the first segment with Chauncey, we now are back, and we have Vishana Lett, freshman phenom at Old Dominion University. Welcome to the world's best and only ODU podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. All right. Happy to have you. So let's start back before you got to Old Dominion. What was it that kind of sold you on coming here? Um, we know Jordan is really involved with you. Uh, great relationship with Jordan. Talk to us about your relationship with Coach as well. Well, uh, he he was the first coach to ever recruit me. You know, back when I was a junior in high school, uh, he was at a different school, and he recruited me and showed a lot of interest in me and my brother. So when he came over to Old Dominion, you know, he introduced this opportunity, and we came down and visited, and it just felt like a home away from home, and that's how it kind of happened. All right, so... You know, as kids, we all play basketball. Obviously, you play basketball way better than I ever did. How did you get started playing basketball? Uh, I grew up with my dad playing basketball, my older brother playing basketball. So I really just, it just, I just flowed into the thing. Like really, my whole family played basketball, so it's just something that I was kind of born into. All right. So bridging off of that, you and your brother playing at the park or wherever you're playing as a kids. What was that end game scenario for you two? Uh, back when we were younger, playing at the parks and stuff, you know, that, that kind of built, I'd say, the competitiveness in us. You know, I hate playing against them because we always end up fighting. You know, we're just so competitive. So I'd say that just built a fire and a little competitive game in us that we bring on and off the court. All right. So, you know, typically really good athletes, you know, oftentimes are good in other sports. Did you always just play basketball or did you have other sports that you enjoyed as a kid? Uh, I was actually I was actually really really good at volleyball. 
you know, I, my athleticism was really good at a young age, so I was really good at volleyball, uh, track and field and stuff like that. All right. How old were you first dunking? Fourteen, uh, I'd say, yeah, fourteen years old. All right, tell us a little bit about that first that first dunk. How, how good did that feel? Uh, man, I remember like it was yesterday. I was at practice, and someone threw me a lob. Man, I just felt like I was on top of the world. Yeah, it's got to be, it's got to feel great. I mean, I personally have never experienced <laughs> that because I, you know, got about a six inch vertical. <laughs> But uh, that's got to that's got to feel amazing. Yeah. You're in a unique position that Old Dominion doesn't oftentimes see freshmen play a lot, let alone as a starter. I don't think we even our last really really good point guard, Ahmad Caver, didn't play a whole lot uh, as as a freshman. So talk to us a little bit about that. In kind of, as a point guard, being a you know, kind of court general out there. Talk to us about coming to ODU and stepping on the court pretty much immediately. Uh, you know, it's just a great opportunity. I thank Coach Jones and the coaching staff for giving this opportunity to me. Uh, it's just an opportunity for me to grow and to build my uh, leadership skills with a bunch of new guys, older guys, guys my age and stuff like that. You know, it's a big challenge, but I feel like I'm built for it, and I appreciate that for putting me in this position. All right, so through the first month and a half of the season, we've obviously witnessed your electric offensive skills. On the defensive side of the ball, what do you take the most pride in on defense? Uh, I'd probably say intercepting passes and like stealing the ball from ball handlers. I've always been like really good at that. I'd say, you know, I think I average two a game. All right, so obviously you come as a uh, incredibly high-rated recruit out of Canada. Many, you know, many rating services like the number one recruit out of Canada. Mike and I, we love Canada. Yeah, you got any friends from Canada that uh, maybe didn't know about Old Dominion that do now? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, as soon as I committed here, you know, everybody back home tapped in and started to read and look into Old Dominion. And I got a lot of supporters back home that follow up with the school and our sports and stuff like that. All right. So, I, I just said it's a month and a half into the season. I don't think it's a start that anyone on the team is happy with. But uh, where do you think this year's team can go? And what do you guys need to do to get there? Like you said, you know, we're not happy with the start we had right now, but I think as we go on and can, you know, build chemistry and gel together and start trusting each other more, this team can go really far. We can really turn this stuff around. You know, we got a lot of in-house stuff to deal with that we can, you know, fix. There's a little hump that we can get over, but I feel like we can overcome the hump and just turn this thing around. So we talked to Chauncey about moving from his first year at ODU to his second year at ODU and in offseason what he worked on what was kind of his focus in getting better. So I'm going to ask you the same question, except moving from graduating high school to your first year college basketball. When you were preparing to come to Old Dominion, what in your mind did you think that I need to take this piece of my game to the next level to get me and my team where it needs to be? Well, I'd say looking at the college level from a high school standpoint, I kind of took pride in, you know, working on my mid-range jumper, just getting in that little broken area that some people don't really take pride in in the game, just working on that shot to become easier for me, you know, to work all three levels. And also just coming back from my ACL injury, you know, just building up my athleticism was something I worked out, you know, worked out on. I just wanted to be as athletic or if not more athletic when I'm out there with the guys. So how is that recovery coming along? I mean, obviously you're playing exceptionally, but – do you ever feel it or 
do you feel completely fine? Uh, you know, it's tough. You know, I feel it sometimes it's tough, but, you know, we got a great trainer and a great staff over here, so they, they, they do the best they can, and I, I feel great when I go out there. Well, obviously, you and your brother, Yamari, are both here in Norfolk, which has got to be a pretty cool thing to do. Talk to us just a little bit about you guys being able to come to Virginia and go to college together and experience basketball together. Uh, you know, it's a great experience. You know, it was very, it's very grateful to, for us to be here together. And, you know, our mom is especially very happy about that. You know, it's like a dream come true for her. But for us to just know that our first day in college, we have each other's back. It's a lot. It's, it's, it's amazing. All right. So in December, it was announced you are a, a member of the collective. You're signed to the collective. Um, we just announced we're assigned with the collective now. So we're under the same tree there now. Uh, what does it mean to you to be a part of the collective? Uh, it means a lot. Just knowing that I have, you know, supporters that can help me and my family, you know, and help themselves at the same time, just a, a, just a brand and an opportunity of two groups of people just coming together and bigger, biggering and bettering themselves. All right. Our time with you is limited because you've got a meeting to get to, but we're going to ask you a few questions before we let you gotcha. go. Fun questions. Gotcha. All right. So you've been on campus for a little while. Mm -hmm. I know you don't have a lot of free time between basketball, class, meetings, but if you get a few spare moments, what's your favorite spot on campus to hang out at? Uh, I'd probably say P. Frank's, or there's a smoothie spot beside it. Those are really probably my go-to. I really like P. Frank's, the patty melts over there, and then I got this little caramel milk tea at the smoothie spot beside it. All right, favorite basketball movie? Uh, I'd say it's a tie between Space Jam and Like Mike. You know, those are movies I probably watched over 20 times each. Probably I watched Space Jam like two days ago, so I'd probably say Space Jam over a little bit. The new Space Jam or old one? Oh, definitely the old one. I don't really like the one with LeBron. But LeBron, LeBron, hey, LeBron we had to ask. Like, nah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that answer. Oh, All right, so I already got a music recommendation from Chauncey for my lift oh, tomorrow. But I need, you know, what did he I say? He said something by NBA Youngboy. You guys, you guys are clicking. Now, <laughs> all right, I'm going to need more than one, so... What do you say that I need to put in Spotify tomorrow morning to turn up mm -hmm. so I can get it? It's a heavy lift, so I I need to be I need to be ready to I go. You. I say, uh, little baby, the bigger picture. That's not the first time you've heard little baby, Aaron. You can't be writing that down. <laughs> I write everything down, man. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. You haven't been here that long, but. If you're going out for a bite to eat that you really like, what is the most common thing you're craving? Ooh, macaroni and cheese for sure. Macaroni and cheese from Dirty Buff, right up right up the street. That that yeah, that's my go-to. I'd say actually, I'd probably say I eat that more than P. Frank's recently. That's a good choice. That's strong, smart choice. Mm -hmm. It is small. It's strong. It's smart. There shows a level of commitment because it's not nearly as close to the Mitch as p franks is and uh, i mean dirty buffalo that's that is an odu business through and through big supporter of old dominion so great all the way around uh, in your free time Bashan, and you're not playing hoops what's your favorite thing to do uh, probably we get on the video game with the guys you know we play ps5 together a lot we play 2k and stuff like that so probably stuff like that when i got my free time just to chill kick back and play the game with the guys bond all right 
one-on-one, -on -one, pick an NBA player, current or, pro or former, who are you going to play against and are you beating them? I probably say autumn, and I'm beating autumn. That's pretty confident. All of them. I like that. All of them. I like that. Good deal. Well, I know Vishan's got to go. Mike, do you have anything? Uh, any other questions? If so, you go ahead and shoot it. You can. I, I seed my time. I, I have so many questions, but he's got to run. I, so I do. We can have to save him. We'll have to save him for another another episode. Yeah, yeah we're gonna need to have you back. I got one more. All right. There's so many options. All right. What is your favorite move in a game? Uh, like your go-to. So there's a little move I do where I come off a ball screen and I dribble to the elbow and make it look like I'm about to pull up for a mid-range and I kind of pump fake and let the defender fly by and then shoot the mid-range. And I feel like I don't think I missed that shot this season. So I'd probably say that's my favorite move to do in the game. All right, I'm going to ask one last one, <laughs> and then, Mike, you're going to close us out. Sounds good. All right, I asked Chauncey the Chauncey the same question, okay, Vashon? What's going to get you the most hype of these three choices? Hitting a big three, getting a chase down block, or taking a big charge at a critical point in the game? Uh, I'd probably say hitting the big three, but that's really close to getting the chase down block, those two things. You know, I haven't got a chase down block in a while. But I'd probably say hitting the big three. Well, I like your choice, and we thank you for your time. Best of luck the rest of the season. Can't wait to see you back at the TED, and go Monarchs. Go Monarchs. Thank you. Thank you for having me.